Well, welcome back to another episode of Miles Driven with me, Miles. And Head of Tools, Sam. Head of Tools, that's very applicable. I know. Do you know what? <laughs> Shall we start the podcast on that? Because I left it on a bit of a cliffhanger in the last one. You did. I, so, bet, I bet the listeners have been waited with yes, baited breath. I bet they have. So I bought some, some tools, tools. <laughs> that were, well, I bought lots of different tools, but they're usually very car centric. So it's not, yeah. The, usually uh, Sam will have one thing and I'll have another thing and there's no point in us doubling up because I can just call him and be like, next time you come over, can you bring? Is it really sometimes you'll have one thing and I'll have the other thing or is it mainly I've got something and you don't want to buy it? <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Although <laughs> yeah. now I have like an oil drain pan and things like that. So I do yeah. have a few things that uh, that you might need. And, but like the... For example, you bought that uh, the brake rewind set. Yes, which I think you have. Which is on top of my toolbox, <laughs> yeah. which was a box that you... Yeah, where's the toolbox from? Uh, do you know what? I don't even know what the brand is, but you'll know, because it no, was no, yours. Your, your, yeah, it's like your toolbox. Yeah, box. it was yours, <laughs> but it was, it's, it's a tool chest, isn't it, rather than a toolbox? I don't know. I'd probably call it a toolbox. I, don't, I, have, a, I have a tool bag. You do have a tool bag. I do have a yes. tool bag. Uh, so I bought... Makita, a... obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bought like a... And what is it saying? It's a dry. It's a it's a driver. Yes. Well, you, I, no, yours is a drill. So is that a drill? It, yes, a drill. Yeah. What's the difference? Oh, I put him on the spot, ladies Please and gentlemen. <laughs> I put him on the spot. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I I have a, a a drill, which is a hammer drill, a screw drill, and a like a drill drill, and an impact driver. The impact driver is just for like putting screws into things. Yeah, it's for going. And the drill like, is for like making holes and stuff. Yes. Okay. Um, whereas what I did, I didn't head need. of tools. Yeah. <laughs> so what I need is something that I could possibly sometimes drill a hole in. Yes. Like to mount a TV or something. It's all like very that. scary when you're doing drilling holes and things. The main thing I needed to is, and I found this, and we'll get onto this is the next bit of the podcast is when I was servicing my car, there was so many like screws and things that I just need to undo to get to another bit, mm -hmm. and my forearm afterwards, and to the point where you know you have like very small muscles or something in between the bones in your hand. Yeah. They just like to seize because I had been twisting and twisting and twisting on like like different screws in different areas. So I, mean, I thought, why did I not just get myself something like a zoop, 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 And that's where you want actually your drill is probably better than my impact driver because the impact driver probably applies a bit too much pressure. Two fours and then round the head off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've bought this. What do you think, Sam? I don't think they're too bad. Huh? Do you, know how do you want to guess how much it cost me for everything you've seen? Because I bought it as like a... You could buy different things and I decided to go for this set. Okay. And I'll tell you... Sam will, will know this is 100% applicable to me. I had thought about it. I'd looked at something. Like, you know, midday or something, I'd looked at it and I thought, I think I'm going to go with that. Because the other option was to not have so many accessories, but yeah. two batteries so that you can... Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. But I was thinking, I'm very rare going to be ever doing a job where I need like a five hour battery then it runs out and immediately because it fast charges in like have you got a charger yeah okay yeah it was in that but, um yeah yeah okay there. um but no, i just thought like for sam for example because because you'll be do let's say you're doing decking for a project for yeah. someone you'll you can't just stop and say oh drills out i'll be back in an hour yeah and also their sort of five hour runtime never really is actually no five hours. Especially, <laughs> well, especially if you're using it for yeah what you would be using for which is sort of more heavy duty work so i was like oh but i'm never really going to be in that position i'll probably just be unscrewing a couple of yeah. bits on a car or something or occasionally you know you doing a bit of work on wood but it's never going to be 
hours and hours and hours long i can wait for the charge yeah. i'll probably have my lunch you know <laughs> yeah. um so i decided i go against two batteries and they had this set which had all the bits and drills and see i'm torn between what i think would be a reasonable price and what i think you'd pay yeah well, the, so two, the two don't match I'll, up <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this before before you answer but the story went that i looked at it and i saw and i thought no i'm going to go with the one that with the accessories because it was like the same price because you know batteries are the expensive bit, mm -hmm. so to just have one battery with all the accessories was basically the same price as to have two batteries without that second box of accessories so i still have a few bits that yeah. the main one comes with but i wouldn't have an extended accessory set i looked at about midday and i thought oh, i'll probably go for that i'm not not 100 percent sure but i probably will go for that and then that evening you know had dinner um i think i was working on something i probably was editing a podcast for set that sam had done and messed up somewhere and was taking me hours to try and fix that's fair uh but i then got on and it was quite late at night to the point where i was like i need to go to bed but the page was open on my phone and it flashed up saying 5% off if you order now. Because <laughs> they obviously seen that I had been looking, not made a purchase, but stayed on the page. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to clean my teeth and my wife the next morning said, why were you in the bathroom for so long? <laughs> like You weren't doing anything. I, I could hear you had, like, had the toothbrush in your hand, but then put it down. And then there was just like, because I leave the door slightly open if I'm just brushing my teeth. And then I can, I can see when I get into the bedroom. And uh, I said, right, I'd made the decision in my head in the walk from the office into <laughs> the bedroom that I was going to buy this. But my wallet was on the bedside table. <laughs> and since I disturbed you once coming in, I thought I'll go to the bathroom, get my card out and make the purchase in there <laughs> where I could see the card numbers. So I did get at like midnight. <laughs> this order done, but uh, with the five percent off. But yeah, so so I I'm going to put it out there straight away. You didn't pay more than a hundred pounds because I can't see you paying more than a hundred pound for anything. <clears throat> it's a brand. It's not a. It's called Mylec. Yeah, it almost says Miles. It almost does say Miles, but spelled, spelled wrong. Spelled wrong. So <laughs> I'm going to say seventy nine ninety eight. Okay, for the whole for the whole thing. I think so. Yeah, no, that's that's a fair guess. It was forty six pounds. No, it wasn't. It was, and it took you a whole day to deliberate on buying it. <laughs> you know, like just quickly. So your tool set thing that you've got, your accessory set. Yes. You know, I've got a Makita accessory set. Do you yes. know how much the Makita accessory set I is? I do because I was looking at the Makita accessory. And how much is thinking, the Makita accessory set? I was set. thinking of buying the drill from them and then buying the Makita because I thought, well, if I have the Makita extension, they fit. Yeah, yeah of course you they know, will. Yeah, they're all universal. And I would have then the Makita branded stuff for you know. Yeah. But I looked at what the Makita. I was like, hmm. And how much that. was that? Was it like, is it like eighty pounds? Yeah, Seventy-five pounds. 70, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and to be fair, they're all exactly the same as what you've got because it's not Makita branded. Oh, interesting. So, like is I was not? telling you, like the the screw head is a PZ two. Yeah. It's a, you've got a PZ two, and so have I. Oh, I wonder if the metals are different. The only th you get a Makita branded level in mine. Oh, I've got. And a, I've got a, a Makita branded screwdriver. Whoa, with I can't compete with that. Detachable head. Detachable head. <laughs> no, I've got a metal ruler. You have? I don't have a ruler. So Ooh, I can't measure stuff. It's, it's half one. <laughs> but I've got about 18 tape measures. So. Um, no, yeah, it was. I don't know what the price of that. Like, if it had been a torque, an impact, a torque. Yeah. You know, impact wrench. Yeah. Then I know the prices of them because that's what you use on a car. This is a bit more. 
you would use it on a car, but only for doing like taking off a grill or something mm -hmm. like that because they're all got screw bits that and torque heads on them. Um, but because of that, it's not really something I know the price of. And what happened is I'd gone on to one of the most known or best known uh, DIY shops in the UK. It's a website. Yeah. And I'd looked because I know they sell your branded stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I'd originally looked at that. I thought, oh, that looks a bit pricey. <laughs> because that's how my approach to everything was. <laughs> yeah, but it is pricey and it's not fairly pricey at all. No, it was. And then they no. had, uh, you mentioned in the last podcast, the Walt and uh, Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, and there was one other brand, but that was that and Makita and one other brand. Yeah, well, I've got a friend that will swear by DeWalt. Uh, they're yeah. all, you know, just each to just, their own. Yeah. Um, much like, you know, Ford and Vauxhall or Precisely. Ford and Opel if you're in Europe. And, and, you know, <laughs> Astra Crew. <or> Ford and Holden <laughs> if you're in Australia. Yeah. Uh, so, but they had this brand but it was an internet order only well, yeah so i put thought, that in a shop <laughs> no well, this is, i thought well i'll go down there tomorrow and have a look at this and i can actually hold you know no. the key to in one hand and <laughs> no this in the other so they said internet only and i was like oh okay well i wonder you know if they've got their own website and then i found out do have their own website and i, I mentioned to you that the reviews for all like all the the drill stuff was all really strong you know really you know, the worst review was like a three star yeah of someone who was like you know lasted really well but the battery life um wasn't as good because he was using it for a job mm -hmm. sort of thing uh the but the only thing they, they, they sell like a heat pump or a heat blanket or something something to do with heat yeah okay and that was getting panned one star everywhere right so i was a bit worried because i saw <laughs> you know the brand themselves had about a four star review yeah. rating but then I realised it was nothing to do with the drills. The drills all had fantastic reviews. Yes, yeah. they've decided to make this other product, and it's getting well. They all do now. So do they? You, do you can get just some of the things. I'll just tell you that I know off the top of my head that you can get the Makita. Okay. You can get a coffee machine and a kettle. Makita lawn mowers, which probably makes okay. more sense. That makes more sense. Obviously, than a sight radios. Uh, you can get a Makita heated gilet. No, yep. can you? <laughs> that you plug one of the batteries into the back of and it heats up. You plug the Makita. Or into, yeah. Oh, so they, not like a little light battery. No, like no, a little, do, like, do the heavy lithium-ion batteries. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they do like coffee machines, <laughs> kettles. How strange. I suppose they're all All the stuff that you'd need on site. Are they made to be on site? Are yeah. they a bit bulkier? Yeah. And, yeah. Right, okay. It's not like your sort of Russell Hobbs kettle that you put in your kitchen. No. <laughs> <laughs> Stick your three amp no. <laughs> lithium-ion battery in the back of it. Um so yeah, the, because of that, I went onto their website, and that's when I saw they were doing this. Um, they did a deal on almost everything as like bundles. Yeah. But the big brand UK stuff, they didn't do it as a bundle. And I was like, oh, it's it's basically the same price. But if I buy it direct, either way, you got this two year warranty. But if I buy it direct, it's a warranty. You know, I haven't got to go through another company yeah. to claim the warranty. I can just go, I bought it from you. You're the manufacturer. You said there's a two year warranty. It's in half. Yeah. I want another one. <laughs> Um, and so, I think yeah. the the only thing that will come into play at some point is I think longevity. Yeah. So for my Makita impact driver and drill, yeah, I have had since 2012. Interesting. Yeah. And there, I mean, the and done jobs with you. the impact driver is probably on its last legs, but it, will still work. Is that the one that you would have used the most? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The drill's still in good nick. I mean, they're, they're on their last legs, but yeah. they've done me 11 years worth of service. So Yeah, okay. But yeah, I but mean, whether old Milek Miles' tools will yeah, do that knows. long, who knows? Well, I mean, I know the last two years. 
Well, exactly. So, you know. <laughs> Is that what we can call you now? Milek Miles. Milek Miles, yeah. Well, if, if it's... Um, Old Eminem. I should, I should have seen if we could get some sort of affiliation with them before we did yeah, this podcast. Yeah, the, the Milek Driven. We just yeah. changed it to that for but a month. All I can say is I haven't used these tools yet because I had serviced the car prior to buying them because it was in servicing that I realised I needed it. I think the with the drill you've got, like mm. I said to you before we started recording, in our on our grounds department at work, Oh yeah, that's what we use that drill with a um, like a hex head attachment for adjusting the the height of our ride on cylinder bars. Yeah, it was quite funny when you so, said that you actually you know, had decent. seen it. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, I say they're decent. They're cheap. Yes. and that's why we've got one. Yeah. But it's still working. Uh, compared to the other brands, I've found like some eBay thing, and you can buy a, like the without the battery for like thirteen quid. But this completely unbranded Chinese. Yeah, thing. This is a drill. I mean, to be fair, they'll all be the same. In that's part. what I was thinking is that I don't we know that for example um, Makita's a, a really good example that they do two color uh, specifications yes, you get the you get the blue and the sort of bluey the teal and black yeah and you can get the white edition yeah well there's a red one that's Milwaukee no no Makita do, they? do their own I've red I've never one. seen that Let and me the reason you've never talking. seen it Sam they make that for the Japanese market made ah, in Japan. Okay. So they make they actually manufacture them in Japan and they only sell them as like pro tools to a few European distributors. So they do. That's nice. I want some of this. Yes. I think it's a couple of US and a couple of European. And you get a grey battery as well. You do. And so the difference is is that your uh, teal one I mean it, that's West Ham colours. It is West Ham <laughs> colours, yeah. I need to start investing in this stuff. Do you want some Makita kit, mate? It's going <laughs> cheap. Um the uh, he offers it to me now that I've bought it. <laughs> the the difference being, yeah, that they actually manufacture it in Japan because the teal stuff and the other and the white one you're talking about is made in China. Okay. And so there is some admittance that they know once they send the designs off and it goes to a factory in China, then all of a sudden a knockoff is going to appear that looks very very similar. That you know they they have to send them the manufacturing plans for yeah. it so they can manufacture it. And so I'm. What I understand is the red, coloured ones. I don't know if you if you've got a different shade that you'd call it Sam, but I'm just going to say red. Yeah, no, yeah, I'd call it it's probably yeah. claret. But okay, yeah. there we go. But I would say that. Yeah, <laughs> um, they make them in Japan, and there is an unknown. Like no one's chopped them up from. Well, I'm sure some. I'm sure someone has, yeah. but I haven't. I don't know. This. I'm just wondering if you can buy them over here now. But the the difference is they say that there's certain aspects of the design that they keep to themselves in Japan. Right. So that's why they manufacture them in Japan. Oh, okay. Because it's like a national thing of, we're going to get you to do it, don't go selling this off to the other parts of the world. And through their own sort of pride of the nation, mm-hmm. maybe it's just that they get stuff a year ahead. You know, if there is a new design, they'll right. do it okay, that way. Yeah. Or maybe it is something a little bit extra that they put into that design. They know, because they, they know it will get ripped off if they send it, you know. Oh, of course. Not to single out China, but China and associated nations that build stuff for, with cheap labour. Got a random quiz for you, if you'd like, quickly. Oh, yeah, go on then. So here, I have just found a Makita bulk buy. All right. So I'll, I'll tell yep. you what's in it, yep. and then you can guess how much you think it'll be, yeah? Okay. So it's a 13-piece set. Now, you might not know what all these things are, but it comes with a circ saw, which is like your hand right. circular saw. Okay. An SDS drill, which you don't need to go into. A drill, an impact driver, and a hand saw that you'd use. I don't think there's a proper name for that. It's what you use for like cutting out uh, plasterboard and stuff. All right. Uh, a hoover. 
A hoover. Yeah, an angle grinder. This is a pretty uh, full-on set, isn't it? A torch. Um, a beveler. I think it's a beveler. Is this red or is this teal? This is teal. Right. A sight radio, a sander, a jigsaw, and one thing that I don't know what it is. Plus a charger and four batteries and two bags. So this is, you're 20 years old and you're about to become a tradesman. You've bought your go van. And buy, and go and buy this you and you'll to... get the absolute <laughs> mick taken out of you when you turn up on site with all your clean tools. Yeah. Uh, so 13-piece set with four batteries. Seven, oh, with four batteries? Four five-amp oh, batteries, yeah. £775. Oh, way off. I'm, I'm too low or too You're high? way too low. Am I? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Bear in mind, the drill set would probably be about 150, 200 quid for a drill and impact charger yeah. and a battery. The problem is that they're all tools that you wouldn't, I don't think many of them I can show you the on. picture of what it is because it hasn't got the price Look there. So, I mean, it's a literally cleaner. a dream, isn't it? What's that round thing in the top bottom left? This. This is That's the sander. I've got one of those at home. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's the price. Oh, I was going to be wrong. Uh, that's including VAT. Yeah, 1500 excluding. Excluding. And all in with VAT? 18. 1805 pounds. 1805 pounds. God, can you imagine? You It's expensive to become a tradesman. It is. Well, I mean, it's you much say like that. a mechanic. 2 grand is not. Yeah, but you've got to have 2 grand in your back pocket to go. True. Then you've got to have yourself a, a work vehicle. I mean, there's a Milwaukee set here that's got stuff like a nail gun in it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you need that. A 15-piece set with five batteries set yeah. you back a cool £3,400. Blimey. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Tool chat. <laughs> Tool chat at the start. How did, how did this arise? Well, I was servicing my car. <laughs> yeah. So We're going to go full circle here, but yeah. backwards. I wanted to I needed to do a full service on the uh, Range Rover that I bought because even though it does a, it had a stamp in the book that was only I think it was about three thousand miles ago. Yeah. Uh, from when I bought it. So four thousand miles from what I've done. Um uh it had been a year. Yeah. And also I don't know what oils were used, what was changed, I just know a service was done. And to be fair, it did look like, you know, having now serviced it, it did look like they did a, a proper service. That's good. But so I bought um, mostly genuine parts, a couple of, uh, there's a difference between OEM and genuine. Genuine, it has a Land Rover stamp on it. It will have a BMW stamp if you have a BMW. We have... did a whole podcast on this. Yeah. <laughs> OEM, yeah. Oh, did we? Okay. Yeah, well, you talk, remember you were talking about your oils. Yes. For like about oh, 25 yeah. well, minutes. Well, well, everyone who listens to that podcast, I've now used the oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... First bit was fine. I had to remove the airbox, which is where I could have really done with something like that. Um, and weirdly, I was left unbothered. You were? Wasn't contacted or oh. dragged over. What went wrong? W one thing went wrong. Why wasn't I called? Uh, Not that I'm complaining. I think I knew you were busy that weekend. Uh, I'm tempted to say, oh, it was the long weekend for Easter. Oh, okay. I was I flying. knew you were busy. I uh, was up in the sky yeah. flying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, you sent the picture, I think, when yes. I was going, damn, damn, damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just to show what an understanding wife I have, it spilled over into her birthday day. Oh, Because I did it lovely. the day before so that we could take the car out on yeah, her birthday. Yeah. But um, there was an issue which I'll come to. So Took the airbox off. Took the airbox off. Uh, needs to change the fuel filter. But mm -hmm. to be, And I bought a genuine one. And I looked, because I thought, well, the one that's on it probably won't be genuine. Was surprised. Was genuine. Lamb Rover stamped. Looked actually in pretty good shape. But I've bought it now. How did you get it off? 
with did you get did you do it the miles way or the tradesman way oh i to get that to get that fuel filter off i want a prize ah so you so it's not just a spherical filter isn't it spherical filter with a castellated ring over the top so it has a plastic ring over the top see what you needed is the uh friend of the podcast theory of doing it the friend who has the land rover stick a screwdriver for it turn it uh you snap the ring Oh, you put a f- through the through the through filter. the filter, and then you've basically got a handle to turn. Yeah, that's a good idea. Although you'd spend a lot of fuel. I mean, you spilt fuel anyway. Yeah, but that's actually that's um, how that's how we used to do some things at work when we couldn't get things off. I like that as an idea. But I, I think it's a last resort if you can't get it off. It's not a sort yeah. Of, it's not a like start with this and go like, backwards. The only thing I wonder is if it was on so tightly. Like it would have actually just started to rip away at the metal. Yeah, possibly. Um, <laughs> then you really are screwed. But no, I like that idea. I didn't think of that because um, that you can buy like a like a it's like a leather belt to put around this ring. You tie oh, it okay. on it, and then you start to pull it around. You can buy a chain, same mm-hmm. thing. But on the instructions, which are written on the side of the fuel filter, it simply okay. says place your hand on the top and turn and turn. Well. It's on a bracket, which makes it, unless you have the hands of a child, you couldn't get your hands around there anyway. So I had to <clears throat> unbolt it from the bracket to give me more purchase. Then squeeze as hard as my forearms would allow. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Like nothing. So I went and had a quick look on YouTube, which is sort of the next thing you do. <laughs> I saw someone doing it. And he said, so, and he was, you know, he seemed very competent. He was very quick on doing the first bit. But then, so had I been up to this point. <laughs> <laughs> taking the taking the cover off is usually yeah. quite easy. Yeah, and, and what I, I said to my wife I said, right, well, you can do the air filter because I yeah. said, you know, it, undo the screws, mm-hmm. get to change the filter. She wanted to do something on a job that's not too, um, you know, advanced. She could she could get going with that just fine. Cool, she would be pleased with this glowing reference you're giving. <laughs> yeah, well, she doesn't want to do the stuff that could break something. You That's know, fair. She wants to be able to ease her way into learning different bits mm-hmm. about it. So she's saying, she's saying, well, it can't be that. And I said, you get your hands on it. And I said, maybe just because your hands are a bit smaller, you'll get better purchase. No, no chance. In the end, we did get it off. But I mean, it was a monumental effort. <laughs> and it was positioning tools to give me bracing on different ways. And then you have to line it back up with the ring on the way back. And obviously it spills a little bit of fuel when you take it off. So it was... When I think of how it actually ended up, it was a good job because it didn't yeah. spill any fuel onto the chassis. I managed to get enough paper towels underneath it. I managed to save the fuel that was in the filter, <laughs> that back in the tank. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was a good 150 mil of fuel. I was like, oh, hold on a minute. I mean, current fuel prices, I've got about 15 that'll pence. Ha- that'll half turn the engine on. <laughs> yeah. um, and then get the new one on. So that was fine. Then did the airbox, put that back on. That was fine cabin filter which also all i have to do because it's it was uh yeah two clips out out the old one came very surprised that it was a charcoal filter that was in it okay so a good quality charcoal and the one i had bought for it wasn't a charcoal filter which i was a little bit gutted about it's just that i bought it from a like a lamber of a part specialist yeah and they didn't they, none of the ones they supplied were it's very unlike you to buy a car that's been fastidiously maintained uh, uh, well touch wood it says the whole thing has been yeah um <laughs> And particularly at the budget I'm normally looking at. Yeah, apart from the swimming pool in the rear door. But 
Yeah, but do you know what? It's never happened since. Oh, okay. It, uh, Sam, I'm, I'm, I'm cured itself. <laughs> I, I don't know what. I don't know what Miles happened. Miles gripping the wooden all, table with all his all, might. <laughs> all I can think is that before we got there, that guy decided to empty a watering can into the rear door seal because yeah. just never, to show why it was so cheap. Because <laughs> it worried me. It worried me yeah. for days, and especially every time it rained, I was thinking, "Oh, I need to go and check on it." And I was like, "Oh, it's a bit like doing... me with cat's car." <laughs> yes, you like, "Oh, it's not doing it now." But maybe it must be at a different angle of the road. I'll park it the way around see if yeah. that does anything. But no, it hasn't. So, um, yeah. So at this point, all the filters apart. So everything that isn't the oil is now yeah. done. Job okay. right. So the fuel filter's done. Airbox is back on. Easy bit left then. Come, this uh, and I even said I was like, well, we got the air the the engine cover off, which actually was. It, it's so tightly packed the back of it. Yeah. Because it's a V8, and so the back two cylinders are right up under a. Um, the sort of bulkhead um, mm -hmm. they're right up against the bulkhead so they've got like the cover over the top of them it's a bit of an uh, <laughs> an effort to get the engine cover off but got that off I'm like right well turn the oil filter over to, well, to, to turn it to unlock it yep gone pretty tight yeah got that got that out it's a messy job because you've got oil there but again um, cleaned it all up gave the sort of clean housing to my wife and she put the clean filter in yeah and then i put it back unfortunately it's it is at the back of the engine so i said oh you can right. even start screwing it back on if you want she, she couldn't reach oh okay yeah because <laughs> i had the car lifted up slightly yeah just slightly on the those wooden ramps we built just mm -hmm. just on the first one so even for me it was you yeah know, a reach to get to it but got that back on got it secured so now all that's left to do drain plug oil okay but on these cars there's two drain plugs and everyone forgets or doesn't bother to empty both drain plugs so i empty drain plug one which if you do it correctly it will spill oil directly onto a bit of the subframe <laughs> and then splatter it everywhere <laughs> uh, so i had a bit of a clever idea which was and i i can't claim any credit for it i found someone who suggested it online. right you get like a, a one and a half or two litre bottle of um, any soft drink. Yeah. Obviously empty it. Uh, cut a hole in the side of it. And then as you take the bolt off, the oil comes spraying out, but it sort of sprays into this sort of window you've built. Right. This open okay, yeah. space you built in the side. And then down through the bottle and straight into the oil catch can, the uh -huh. catch container thing that I've got behind you there. Empty the first one tons of oil comes out i mean it's this is a nine and a half liter capacity right so about nine liters of it come out of the first one and i'm like we are nearly there and yeah. i've I had to take the under trays off my you're working upside down so now my wrists are really like wrists and my hands are just i've had them stuck in that sort of position you need to get yep. grip on stuff for so long go to the second one which is situated uh, you have part of the subframe, a solid bit of metal running left to right, and about one centimetre above it <laughs> is the bolt. And it's a 13 mil. So I get the socket. Socket won't go on because you can't get underneath it yeah. because of this bit of... I was like, okay, that's very annoying. And then I'm looking at the space to actually turn. There is none. I can do... An eighth to a quarter of a turn at a time. Okay. This is going to take a while, but okay. And uh, I'm underneath, and my 
wife stood up there with the toolbox to say, can you pass me? And I'm trying to, uh, I'd already worked out it was a 15, uh, sorry, a 13 yeah. in the front. Can you pass me the 13? Now I'd used a socket set on the first one. So I need a spanner. Yeah, like an actual. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, you've got a 12 or an 11 or whatever. Well, no, no. <laughs> I need the other one. No, you haven't got one of those. Okay, can you go back upstairs? Can you go and can you go to the toolbox? Can you? She comes down. You haven't got a thirteen. You've got, <laughs> and then read to me every other size. <laughs> thirteen is one of those weird numbers that not a lot of people seem to have. No, yeah, it's the one you always need because yeah. thirteen is a common fitment. But I think that's why no one has it. It's because it's used on jobs so much, and then it's just left somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so have you not got an adjustable? Yes, I have got an adjustable, but the adjustable I was too. The head what was I too needed big. was one that had that actually dipped down slightly. Oh, okay. Because I couldn't turn at the exact angle. Oh, okay. I needed it to dip down. So if it was a socket, it would be say two centimeters lower. Yeah. Or an inch lower, so that would be fine. But I would be able to turn, but I'd be well, I would be fouling the. You know. And I've seen some people they drill a hole. Wow. Through this, um, this left to right section of frame just to get to this bolt i'm not doing that <laughs> now it's late by this point and i'm i've got the the uh i've put the other um bolt in on the front yeah uh, screw so it's only this rear sump plug that needs doing and i'm just there like oh yeah i only got service four thousand miles ago maybe i just won't bother doing it and then <laughs> I'm like, but I know that's where you get a bit of sludge buildup. It's one of the things that can really hurt these cars. Mm -hmm. We've talked about the, the turbos have known to have failure. And it really is, seems to be caused by this rear sump. And the, the Land Rover manual for it says, yes, you need to undo this one. Yeah. Get that oil out. It'll probably only be, you know, a coffee cup's worth, maybe a bit less. But, but it needs doing. <laughs> yeah, because that's where it collects up. If you don't. Even fresh oil, it won't, you know, it will build up in this particular section. Um, the sludgy sort of old yep. stuff. So, uh, now I'm annoyed and I've, the gloves I've got have ripped. So, the, <laughs> and I've dropped a spanner in the oil can. <laughs> in, so that I have an oily hand. So everything I've tried to avoid doing all day is now yeah. happening. It's the end of the day and, uh, my wife said to me, look, you really want to do the second one, just leave the car. I know tomorrow's my birthday. We're going to go out in the morning. On the way back, you can just buy this 13 thing. I was like, oh, yeah. I, I, that, I know that's the right thing to do, but it is your birthday. And she was like, it's fine. I don't mind. She's I've, I've had quite a lot of fun doing it, so I don't mind doing it for... So I don't know where you found this woman to just put up with you <laughs> constantly all the time. <laughs> Uh, there's women that probably listen to this podcast thinking, yeah, do you know what? I am a saint. Because they probably do the same <laughs> yeah. for their their uh, partners. But Cat would just be inside. She'd be like, well, actually, that's a you thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so went, got the tool, get the correct one, and got one that had a slight angle to it. So, that, you know... The yeah, one yeah, like countersunk. In yeah, but not... Because so, I had ones that are countersunk, yeah. but they're deep countersunk. Because yeah. you remember we were doing a uh, the strut, mm -hmm. and you need ones that were deep. Well, because how deep they were, yeah. they would they would foul that. Ironically, I have all these tools at home. Yes, I know. <laughs> Everyone has told me since I've done this and I've told the story, oh, I have one of those. I'm like, it's great, but this was Easter weekend and yeah. I needed one. Well, it's just a shame that I can't trust you with keys to my house. 
because otherwise I'd give you a key to my garage and you could just go and help yourself it what you need. It shows you what a small, untrustworthy man Sam is at heart because I or, have given him a key to mine. But yes, but there's nothing worth not... nicking here, is there? Well, it's all your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, just look around. Oh, I might steal that. I if I gave you a key to my ago. garage, you would go and take everything in there. <laughs> yeah. No, I wouldn't take everything. I'd take things one at a time until yeah. you realised. Where's my barbecue? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and why has Miles got a barbecue in a flat? Yeah. I had two lawnmowers yesterday. Why have I got none now? <laughs> I'm sure I had a car. I'm sure yeah. I had a car. <laughs> <laughs> Sofa's gone. Yeah. Dartboard's gone. <laughs> my loft light that I've got over the dartboard, that gone. That shed that you're planning to build in the background, the office shed. Yeah, my concrete pad, gone. <laughs> gone. <laughs> How has he nicked that? Uh, that explains why I saw a crane going down. <laughs> Just with one concrete pad. <laughs> so, um, anyway, got the tool. And then it was this bolt. I don't know how long it's been since it was done, but it was on tight. Really tight. So I had to put two spanners together. You sort of put one around the ring of the other one. So mm -hmm. a ring around the sort of open end of the one. And just push like hell. And I, you know, you're underneath, you're working upside down, you, you're tired. I mean, I started back in the morning, I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do this. And eventually, you know when you finally get that first yeah. like, <laughs> little bit of movement, movement yeah. just like, and it starts to go. And you think, either I've just snapped this bolt, yeah, or we're on for a winner. But then every time I had to reposition it, because as I said, I had mm -hmm. no room to work in. So I can see why it gets neglected. I mean, specialists, I don't give you too much of a... Um, you still should be doing it, even though they know it's yeah, an outtake, it should still be done. And I noticed when I looked online and I watched a few specialist garages talking about doing the job, because, you know, there's lots of people that do guides and whatever yeah. else. But I found some land that claimed Land Rover specialists going, right, well, you just take this one out, uh, empty the oil, and now we're going to put fresh oil in. <laughs> and then 25 comments underneath of, you didn't do the second bolt, and you're a Land Rover specialist. Like... This is in the Land Rover manual. Oh, you don't need to do it. It's it's in the workshop manual. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need to. It's just yeah, and then then you'll blow your turbos and then come back for more. Like I I I don't if yeah, but if, then you come back for more work. If you're claiming to it, if you're Bob's garage who does every single car, it's I more give you some slack yeah. because you know you only expect there to be one sump bolt. But if you are su a supposed specialist, you should know that there's two. But I could see why. You know, your average DIY misses it out because it was a lot of work. I mean, a bolt, to, to undo a bolt should take 25 to 30 seconds. To do the whole job. I thought job. you were going to say minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you haven't got the best tools in the world. Mate. <laughs> but I mean, to do the whole thing of locating a bolt, putting a tool on a bolt, undoing a bolt, removing a bolt. If you gave yourself a minute and a half to do that, that's fine. <laughs> Unless you don't know where it is on the entire Got car. images of you putting up some Ikea flat-back furniture. It should take seven to ten working days. <laughs> <laughs> What's a lot of bolts in that bag? <laughs> and and this, this one, it genuinely probably take about, you know, from when I first got back underneath and started to put the tool into position, it probably took me half an hour. Because, you know, getting the position, getting it all back in, uh, the, yeah. the catch back in the um, position. And then starting to get this movement and being able to only turn like an eighth or a quarter at a time. And then in the end, I was like, it's going to leak straight down onto this cross member. Like yeah. it, it's, that's exactly where it's going to leak. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't care. I, it, not much will come out. And that's exactly what happened. It leaked straight down onto there. But unfortunately, unfortunately it did then just drip straight into the 
sort of um, the oil pan that I had underneath mm-hmm. to to catch all this old oil, and then just loads of blue roll, cleaned it up and made sure there was no residue left, or at least nothing you know of any real consequence left because um, we do try to be as kind to the environment as we can and leaving oil to drift onto the. Well, you say that's not good. No, especially not old oil. No. But no. I'll tell you what I could tell. For any owners of, for anyone who's doing any service work and you think, oh, I just cut a corner here. That I could see, or at least I could, you know, I don't want to claim to be able to have x-ray vision, but that oil that came out of that second plug did look thicker. Like it did look okay. like it was in worse shape. And that makes a lot of sense for either, either it had been left there for longer or that it does get a bit sludgy back there. Yeah. You could see, you know, you looked in the pan afterwards and it's a bit like if you've ever had milk and then it curdles a little bit in the middle or like froths a little bit in the middle yeah. on the pan because the rest of it was sort of clean and this one bit looked quite thick. Mm-hmm. Redid that bolt back up, which <laughs> then, <laughs> like a monumental effort. <laughs> and then finally, like finally, 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 I was like, I can now put fresh oil in. And, you know, funneling fresh oil fresh oil and it nine and a half liter capacity <laughs> uh so you, i think I, I put just a touch over nine because there would still have been okay. oil in there you know and uh you check in the dipstick the the problem is it doesn't all flow straight down to no the and pan. also when it's fresh oil it's very difficult to really see difficult. Yeah. Like i kept looking at it and, and wiping it off and then you you know you pull the dipstick back out and you look and you wipe it and you're like well it's wet up to that point but of course it's wet. It's, it's going into you know, that's the problem, isn't it? Because they have to go through like a a, a, a shoot, tube, effectively. Yeah, yeah. It's always going to hit the side of the tube because yeah. it bends at the bottom. Yeah. And so you're trying to work such a flawed <laughs> design, isn't it? <laughs> just spend. You should try on. measuring the oil on a new lawnmower because they have a dipstick. Oh, that, so they've changed the design on those now. It used to be that they'd have a like a sump at the bottom. Right. So you take okay. off the blades, and then yeah. there's a screw in the bottom that is the sump plug, effectively. Yeah. Now. It seems very backwards. The way they tell you to change the oil on, especially a hater, you literally tip it out of where you put the oil in. So you tip the mower upside down, effectively, to take oh, the oil right. out. Oh, right, okay. But the dipstick's on the cap for that. But oh. when it's brand new, it's yeah. nigh on impossible to, t- to, t- tell. to tell. You can't see anything. Yeah. It's, it's like water. Yeah, and the worst thing is you don't want to overfill Yeah, which oil. is odd. When you look at oil, it's yellow. Yeah, I know. When you look at it, in the, <laughs> like a golden syrup type colour. It? It's got the little um, counter on the side of yeah. the oil cap. Like it's down by you, actually. Yes. They're filled with the old yeah. oil. Um, you I'm, can see it quite clearly. You can see it. Oh, well, clearly it's black. <laughs> but, but even the, when, yeah, when it's fresh, you can see it. That really, you put it in something, yellow, gone, gone. It's just it's become <laughs> like camo oil. <laughs> translucent now. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, yeah, the the one thing I was very aware of, I don't want to overfill it. No, of course not. If you once you've overfilled something. Well, overfill an engine, now you've got a problem because you're not going to remove the sump plug and drain no. me out. But at the same time... <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was that thing of, okay, well, I'm a bit stuck now if I put too much. So, yeah, I think it took just over nine litres. But that was, yeah, put it all back together and uh, took it out for a drive. And, yeah, it drove nice, nicely. But it, afterwards, I was like, I enjoyed doing it. To a point, if I'd had better tools and been just slightly more prepared for certain things, like I say, like a castellated rig around the fuel filter, that took like, it should take, 
that should be a five minute job and it took yeah. an hour because it, it wouldn't it's you. yeah and it wouldn't <laughs> shift and, and all your jobs take that long <laughs> as we've learned i'm doing a screw takes 30 minutes yes exactly <laughs> each one yeah. <laughs> um and so yeah that was that was the the story of the uh the servicing for that car and then i bought some um miller's so i was looking i was going to put some cookies yeah. <laughs> yeah. i was gonna buy some red x to put through the tank just to you know yeah um for the fuel make sure it's uh burning nicely and stuff like that but i saw online a lot of people suggested the miller's diesel uh, additive apparently okay. is particularly good and it's concentrated to a really high amount which means you buy one bottle of it and it treats 500 liters of fuel wow <laughs> which is like enough to get me to the end of the road yeah, <laughs> at least. <laughs> at least. And that's if you turn off on the coast in yes. <laughs> Um But yeah, because of that, it, it was quite funny because it, it, what it lets you do, it's quite a clever design, this bottle. You squeeze from the bottom section and it fills a top section with 50 mil yeah. of the thing because it assumes most tanks are about about 50 mil. So you put in, in that 50 mil and you go and fill your fuel, fuel tank up and, it, and that's it. You can do that 10 times. Do you know what? It's funny because you were laughing at me earlier for some we were talking about house stuff and you're like you're finally catching up to where i am yeah five years ago yeah and I've, we've been using those yes. sorts of cans to yeah. do like two stroke mix yes yeah, yeah exactly that so you can get it there's still two stroke mix you squeeze it it fills it up you tip it in yeah and then you just squeeze it again the problem is if you've got a 104 liter tank yeah and you don't fancy filling up that day that now you've got to work out where i'm going oh, God. yeah we've got to put in just about this we've well, got a maths degree economics degree well it's the same thing i mean yeah okay there's a lot of math involved in, in doing it but yeah even so it was it was still that thing of i don't want to overfill with this but no. once you've squeezed it up it won't go back down no once it goes into that top section but you could empty a little bit of it out you could but then you're wasting money well no because then you just refill it back up again i can't you can't fill this what are you on about so basically the bottom yeah where filled, it fills up if you don't want to use all of it you just tip half of it out half of it remains in there yeah well, then you can just refill that. I can't fill this bottle. This bottle comes with the fluid inside it. Yes, but you're saying if you filled up the chamber to empty the out... The top chamber to empty With too out. much. Yeah. You could just empty half it out, or you just leave half it in there. The next oh, I see what you're saying. It. Yeah, you're right, yeah. But the problem is, if, you, if you've got to tip it upside down to put it in the fuel tank. Yeah. So you've got to be very quick with your hand to... Well, it's your problem, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have overfilled it. It'll be a cheapskate. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yes, that, that was that step. Uh, there's few other jobs still on the car we might start doing some of them for youtube i mean i've got a few bits here like i've finally got and sam you'll be happy about this because i think it's one thing that's annoyed you since i bought the car i finally got a proper size number plate for it hey. you know like the proper land rover yeah, yeah. Know, oversized one so because the one that was on it when i bought it is not the land rover side the oversized yeah but also it's not quite on straight no it's not it's like, really like, annoying <laughs> like sam's followed me a few times and he's gone your number plate. I think it's the first straight. thing I said to yes, you. Yes, it is. You do, you, you, you on the journey me, back. Yeah. You were like, your number plate's not straight. I'm like, it looks quite straight. He's like, said, no, yes, it's not. <laughs> but it's not absolute. It's not actually straight. Like, I think it's probably so, some people just have an eye for stuff. You were looking more so office, than others. Yeah, I'm just I can checking. tell you, yeah. everything on this side that you've looked at is, yeah, is the sound absolutely on the far side. On this side. <laughs> no, but on this side because yeah. I did everything with a spirit level. Yeah, yeah. Because I knew it was going to be on our yeah and even stuff i think the the set there's one square of sound deadening above your pictures behind you that's ever so slightly yeah, off. take us take a level to it it's probably ever so slightly off take a level to it yeah well we'll see 
Yeah, well, only because I thought this. I think there's there's one thing in here, and it, it might have been that, it might be something else. I took a, to a level to it four times. And <laughs> it's it's like, you make it sound so threatening. I took a level to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you were doing him in or something. <laughs> if you don't go level, I'm going to take a level to you, mate. <laughs> but you know when you walk, you, you stand, you know, as far back as you can. And I looked at it, I thought... In the small studio. <laughs> I basically stood out in the hallway. It's like, oh, hold on. No, that's not right. So I've come back to it. I'm like, well, it's, show, it's showing me absolutely... Yeah, well, sometimes you just have to go with what looks right to the eye. Yeah, that's fair. I think also... It's a good landscaping trick, that. It's <laughs> <laughs> right for my house. Yeah, it's exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this would explain why the state you home that you did for years, someone's gone, that's not quite plumb. So I'm like, to my eye, it is. Yeah, but your eyes aren't on the right way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if it was my stuff, it would be straight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sam's a very um, symmetrical... Very straight guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that I think was I didn't I don't really want to do any car news for this one because basically we've done a whole podcast of you changing an oil. <laughs> well, we did one thing. I mean, try to buy the oil, and now we've done the oil. <laughs> and and Sam's tool advice. Yeah. Um, but no, I, there's a few there's a few bits to do. There's a I've, I've actually bought finally. Do you remember the first video we did with the Range Rover and you made fun of the broken wing mirror where someone has... Oh, yeah. someone <laughs> Have you has bought clearly, some glass for it now? <laughs> uh, it's in that box behind you. Someone's taken the mic. Oh, sorry, someone has clearly at some point, you know, they've noticed the mirror's broken. Yeah. So they went and bought one. But it, there's a different size depending on if you have a like an yeah. 02 to 09 versus 09 to 12. And they clearly bought the wrong one. It's a um, bit like my car. Yes. It's exactly <laughs> like your car, yeah. And, and it's that thing of they've clearly gone... Oh damn! And just got some glue and stuck it on. I stopped noticing mine, to be honest, which is very yeah. unlike me. But... Yeah, I know. Yeah, it is unlike you. But then you know, your car's just doing a job for you at the minute. Isn't yeah. It? Really, we need to see Sam back in some sort of commercial vehicle. Yeah, we just need to wait so... and see whether we can afford to uh, pay our bills when we've got a child <laughs> yeah. and a wife on maternity leave. <laughs> then we can start thinking about extravagant purchases. How much do you? What do you? What do you think? Like a cheap. Like, I, I'm not talking what you would buy. What I, if we were talking about what I would buy, what do you reckon like a cheap van is these days? A van, van. Because and the reason my neighbour's actually selling a caddy. Okay, what's he? What's he selling? Well, he's <laughs> sorry. No, no, sorry so just he's... to give the viewers context, because when you sold your van, do you remember you got a lot more? I bought it for. I bought my van for nine thousand. Yeah, you had it. Had for... it had done like a few thousand miles. It was an ex. Yeah, I bought government. it in seventeen, eighteen, I think. Sold it in twenty. So yeah. I've done two or three years. I had it, and you put a lot of miles on because when yeah. you bought it, it, it had eight four thousand miles on it. Right. So and when was... I sold it, it had I don't know fifty, forty, I think. Okay, maybe fifty. Yeah. But I mean, it was practically but... new when you got yeah. it. Yeah, it just had, as I said, and I right. sold it for ten. So, so, so the van market to me has gone a little bit skewed yeah. because it, that shows, you know, for commercial vehicles, um, they are in high demand. Yeah. And I guess because com some commercial vehicles are so expensive now. But new. So I was talking, <laughs> my neighbour's very you at times. Oh, is he? So he had a caddy and it, it was, it's getting old. It's like the two phases before mine. So like the original shape, not the original shape, I've seen but it. the new yeah. shape. You know, you've seen it. Yeah. Um, but it was a bit in disrepair sometimes. You just I'd be sat in my living room and I'd just hear and then silence and then the garage opening. So he's bought a transporter anyway. and I was chatting to him because they've just had a child. So I was chatting to him on the drive the other day and I said, Oh, 
I had uh, the car seat and a Poang Ikea chair in my back of my car. Right. And I said to him, oh, yeah, he asked me about the car seat. I said, yeah, it's in the back with that chair. I said, I really miss my van at times. Yeah. He said, oh, you can have mine if you want. I said, he said, I, I'm still, I said, you still not got rid of it then. He said, no, no, but you know, it's, you know, if you want it, we can talk about it, haven't it? I said, I've heard you try to start that van. He said, no, no, it starts every time now, mostly. <laughs> 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 I thought this is a very mild you could buy that off him though I'd be a bit of you uh, sort of like an 04 caddy yeah but I'd want I, I do you know do you know what, what I am as in vans in vans Sam is either a caddy or crafter man that's why I put him yeah, yeah. you Me, want a transit <laughs> I am a solid Ford transit man <laughs> I am who left that transit there yeah <laughs> Well, I will, it'd be a story for another time, but I remember when you were doing some moving, you were helping your mum, I think, move some stuff from Probably one place to another, like that, yeah. and you'd rented a van. We were dropping it off on a very tight street, yeah. sort of the old terrace street, cars parked on both sides. You can fit a car down the middle, and you just drove. You know how the advert for the smart car was where you could park it sideways in a space? <laughs> yeah. You did that with a van. <laughs> but it was just crossing the pavement in the space and the road diagonally and you went that'll do right, let's get this unloaded <laughs> it's like you're living your fantasy of being like a cockney removal yes. man yes all I... right gov now where do you want this sofa then exactly <laughs> i i i'd borrow the your apples flat. and pears is it yep <laughs> i'd borrow your flat cap yeah and drive along yeah. as happy as larry <laughs> one of my old flat cap that i got for the like yes. sort of victorian fancy yeah. dress that i went to. but i wouldn't have a new transit no, 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 no transit no. Knackered, wouldn't suit me. Rusty wheels, n n rusty wheel arches, squeaks. That's a bit of a squeak, but a bit squeaky belt operates. Yeah, but you know, like it gets you to the job. Sits two to three millimeters and, off the car in front, <laughs> and there's a sort of van that you know when the tradie that gets out of it, he slams a door, he doesn't lock it, and he doesn't look back. Yeah, like he doesn't look back <laughs> yeah. at this van. He's like, no one's stealing this, and walks off. Yeah, but you see, it's so not you because that sort of trade would walk into someone's house and go, "Yeah, right, okay." So you want this doing? So that's about fifteen centimeters Sam, by about a forty. You know, that's exactly how I talk to people. If I, yes, I no, but I, their, I, their measurements would be right. They'd be able to know the measurements just by looking at it. You go, "Yeah, that's about." I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I'd overestimate the figures, overestimate the price, and I'd be every tradesman ever. And then you'd be sitting there going, "Under promise and overachieve." Yes, <laughs> you'd be sitting there going. I don't understand it right. I'm doing a proper professional job and I'm getting good reviews and I'm getting customers. Miles is making more money than me. And I don't understand how because he's turning up. He's got no idea what he's Set doing. Setting fire to someone's house he's, and leaving. He's not even got the correct tools. Like he's turning up. He's got, he's got his Milex and that's it. <laughs> he's got his budget drill that cost him 50 quid yeah, and well, he's servicing someone's boiler. <laughs> what are we doing here, Governor? Oh, we're building a wall. All right, let me just get the saw out. <laughs> What you got there? My drill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing with that? Putting your bricks together. Yeah, I'm just going to put it together. Um, but yeah, I just I just thought about it the other day. Just you know, when a thought enters your mind, because I remember looking back when you had the caddy, and it was that conversation of should you just because you were moving house and you were buying a house and all that. Yeah, sort of well, stuff. the mortgage company told me I wasn't allowed to have it anymore. Yes. <laughs> you can't have your plaything anymore. It's a van. <laughs> I use it for work. But um, we we look. I remember looking at the time. We said. Do you go and buy yourself a car of any old value that you could drive around and be, yeah. you know, average? Mm -hmm. Or should you buy like an older cheap van? And I remember looking around at the time and thinking, 
well, that's not a bad deal. But everything had done 200,000 miles. Yeah. And that was the put off knackered. for you. Whereas yeah. for me, 200,000 miles, I'm like, that's just about ready to go. That'll do all right. Yeah. <laughs> Another 200,000 miles in that. I mean, look, it's not even got all its doors. <laughs> is there anything. Like, so the reason I wasn't going to do car news is only because I had a quick look at for car news for this podcast. Yeah. And. Honestly, I don't want to keep talking. Like, and I know we, I have, we've said it a million times on this podcast, but when there is something to talk about, car news-wise, that I think you'll all appreciate, we will do. When the, we talked about that Dacia, uh, was it the, um, wasn't the Duster? It was the seven-seater that they do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it called? I don't know. Dacia, uh, <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. But they had that seven-seater. It's a weird name for a car. <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> and it was going to be uh, uh, with a hybrid model. Yes. And it was like 23,000 starting. That was like news for everyone. Because mm-hmm. it was, you know, look, here's a petrol hybrid, no charging, just charges itself. Yeah. Seven seats, good value for everyone. And I thought, even though we're a bit more enthusiast cars here, that was a good story. But yeah. there's no new releases of enthusiast cars that I can bring <laughs> up at the moment that would be appealing to people to listen to. No. And... I don't want to talk about six figure. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I can, but you know, there's a difference between sometimes serious car news and just trotting out the same line of so and so have released another hundred thousand pound this, that, and the other. Um, as much as I would like to talk about sort of some of the plug-in stuff that's coming up at the minute, there's some really good sort of long distance plug in like you can get say 60 miles out of the plug Mm -hmm. but you've still got your petrol engine and they're actually making the engines even more interesting some fantastic technology owns some of them just at the minute at the moment just at the minute because of i think supply chains like i want to be able to say and there's this deal going so that might interest our listeners no matter where they are in the world they might go oh Ooh, yeah, that, that, I might go and have a quick look at that and see if I, you know that deals on where I am. There's not much of that at the minute. Basically, Miles is waiting for his affiliate links to come through for selling oh, cars. I wish. <laughs> oh, yeah, we could get all the brands to say, right, if you can sell us a car, here's a link. Give you half a percent. Yes, not be like, yeah, okay. In which case, we would be doing very solid car news. <laughs> this would be the most boring podcast in the world. Right, Sam, welcome to Miles Driven. Right, okay, right. I've got the following things to talk about. Uh, the new you, Mercedes. Yes, you must buy this. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, no that's it for this one I hope you've enjoyed it I hope you have a good week and we shall catch you next time we'll catch you on the next one Gavnap